Welcome to room 4216. I'm so glad you've come. Reading the Bible can be difficult. Not to mention understanding it. Having a disability, whether blindness or another, can be difficult too. Sometimes a person wonders if God is even there. Yeah, but in room 4216... God shows us his path and we find... We are not alone. Pastor Dave, where have you taken us off to? <laughs> well, Cecilia, we're going to go on an adventure. All right. I like adventures. What's this one going to be? We're going to explore the Word of God. Oh, dear. Sounds more like a lecture where you talk and I sit quietly and say things like, No. Wow, Pastor no, Dave. No, we're not going to do the lecture. We're going to explore the Word of God together. Oh. All right. And just how are we going to do that? Well, it's not going to be that we're going to flip from this verse to that verse, because a lot of those who will be listening do not have that ability to do that. No, that's true. We don't. And so instead, we have in mind the fact that our listeners will be listening, and we're going to use the concepts of oral culture. And just what is oral culture? Well, most people don't realize, but the Word of God was transmitted, shared from person to person originally, long before it was written down, and they did so with understanding how we speak and how best to hear and understand it. deals a lot with concepts more than specifics at that moment. You're... You're talking in some pretty highfalutin language, Pastor. Well, yeah. We'll, we'll touch more on the oral culture a little bit later, though. And just exactly what is going to make this Bible study different from all the other podcasts out there? Well, one key factor is you and me. We both have a disability. <laughs> well, duh. That's well, that, true. Uh, at least that's what the world says. Uh, both Cecilia and I are totally blind. And looking at the Bible from a person who's blind gives a whole different view, excuse the pun, from what you'll hear or read in other Bible studies. Because God does care about people with a disability. Ah, so you've been blind most mm -hmm. of your life. You went through seminary. You've been a parish pastor. And you served as head of Lutheran Blind Missions for many years, which entailed a lot of different things. Indeed, and Cecilia, you also have been deeply involved, being blind all your life, experiencing studying God's Word from that. You helped up open many of the outreach centers that are still in existence today, as well as uh, ran uh, how many outreach centers? One or two yourselves, yourself. What are we going to do during this Bible study? Well, sometimes we'll actually read a section of the text. Ah, not that we're going to just read straight through for half an hour, but we do need to know what God's Word says. Right. We'll also look at the law and the gospel in the text. The law tells us what we should do, not that we do it, but the gospel tells us what God does, our salvation. Indeed. After looking at a section or a text, we will have a takeaway. Ah, a precious jewel. 
a little gift, a surprise that God gives us. The the Yeah, the heart of the matter. Exactly. Yes. Still other times we will be looking at the catechism as it relates to the text. The catechism. That was that book I studied in confirmation. Ah. Are we gonna have dogmatics too? I mean, hey, if you have your cats, you gotta have your dogs. Mm, <laughs> yes, we'll have dogmatics, which is the organized study of God's word into different sections. We will also have character studies. Yeah, it's a lot easier to see principles in action than to hear a lot of highfalutin words and try to live up to them. Mm-hmm. There'll also be historical studies. What was it like back then? And why did people do the things they did? We will also have discipleship moments. The perfect Christian. What are the morals, values, and principles which motivate him or her? And also then, we'll have the how God sees it moments. Sometimes things just don't seem fair or good or beautiful. But when we look at it from heaven's point of view, we see it in a whole different way. doing a Bible study, it is helpful to have a Bible. <laughs> Indeed it is. There are many audio Bibles available. Here today, we would like to demonstrate only five of the many that there are. Many of you are familiar with the NLS digital reader, which plays books which are stored on cartridges. Well, there are many organizations that provide the Bible on a cartridge. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. A nice, clear human voice. The advantage of it is that you can listen to it straight through, and you don't have to hear the verse numbers. The disadvantage is that you don't know where the verses divide. It does go by chapter, by book, New Testament, and Old Testament. The next audio Bible is called the Talking Book Bible. It literally looks like a small book and you hold it in your hands. It has uh, several buttons on the side, and uh, with it you can play the Bible. Like... Genesis, chapter 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void. Again, a good, clear human voice. Wow, I like that narrator. It is only available in the English Standard Version that I am aware of at this present time. That's not a bad translation, though. No. Not at all. And you do get to hear it straight through again with uh, no verse numbers. Uh, however, that's the, also the disadvantage that you don't know where the verses divide. However, you are able to jump chapter by chapter and phrase by phrase. It runs either on a cord into the wall or, and this is the good thing about it, uh, two AA batteries, very portable. If you can go online and are living in the United States, you can, of course, download several different versions of the Bible from BARD, 
That is the website run by the National Library Service. Also, there's a site called BibleGateway.com, which gives you not only several different translations, but several different languages. Next, if you have an iPhone, there are several apps that are available. One from the uh, Apple iStore was called Bible. I am doing this one with my iPhone voice, Samantha. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Two. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. The neat thing about this app is it also has several narrated audio versions. Play button. The book of Genesis, chapter 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. The advantage to the narrated part of the app is that you can read straight through and you don't see the verse numbers. The disadvantage, of course, <laughs> is that you don't, don't have see the, the verse, verse numbers. numbers. But uh, there's where the uh, voiceover part comes in. Uh, you are able to move verse by verse. The last example of the audio Bible we'd like to show you is the Bible Courier. This is a little bit smaller than an iPhone, and it, on the one side it has raised buttons, kind of like a telephone uh, keypad, one, two, three, four, five, six, and so forth. And by pressing any particular button, you can do various things, such as play a verse. Genesis 1, 3, and God said, let there be light, and there Or you light. can move verses ahead. By using these different buttons, you can also move by chapter, book, and New Testament, Old Testament. If you've noticed, and if you haven't, I'll mention it, this last one is really the only one that easily moves around verse by verse. Oh, I'm sorry, that's not true. The voiceover on the iPhone also moved around verse by verse. Yep, yep. But most of the audios uh, only by sections and not by verses. This Bible Courier also comes in many translations. And, of course, the disadvantage, and that's why we played it, is it has the computer computer voice. voice. And for some people, that's hard to listen to. Now, there are many other audio Bibles out there. A good friend of mine uses the Go Bible, and he really likes it. Also, there's called the Solar or Pocket Bible, and... um, It, too, is a very good, uh, small, portable Bible. I do need to note that both with the Pocket Bible, the Go Bible, uh, and several others, including the Bible Courier, uh, there is some uh, fees or costs that are incurred. The free ones would be the NLS cartridges, and that's available from several organizations. Download from BARD. Or, as my dear friend over there says, the iPhone app. And uh, if you are interested in any of these, or if you are interested in how to get a large print or Braille Bible, you can always email us at info at not-alone.net. Say that again. What is it? It's 
info, I-N-F-O. I-N-F-O. At. At. Not dash alone. Not dash alone. Dot net. Dot net. Pastor Dave, it's all well and good to be talking about different versions and translations of the Bible, but Mm -hmm. let's be honest. As a disabled person, I've been lambasted by some verses that really don't make me feel all that great. It almost seems as though God doesn't even like people like me. Uh, uh, Got an example? I was hoping you would ask. I'm reading from Leviticus chapter 21 beginning at verse 16, and I am using the uh, NIV Bible in Braille. Okay. The Lord said to Moses, Say to Aaron, For the generations to come, none of your descendants who has a defect may come near to offer the food of his God. No man who has any defect may come near. No man who is blind or lame, disfigured or deformed, No man with a crippled foot or a crushed hand or who is hunchbacked or dwarfed or who has any eye defect or who has festering or running sores. Oh, yeah, that verse. Mm -hmm. I had that thrown at me by a professor when I was at the uh, seminary. Really? Yeah, and he used that verse to say, I will stand against you and, and work in my all my power to stop you from being a pastor. Wow. Um, and uh, be honest, for a day or two, I just kind of scratched my head and I read it and reread it. And it finally dawned on me, he stopped too soon. You got that open yet, don't you? Would you read verse 21? Verse 21? Yes. Sure. No descendant of Aaron, the priest, who has any defect is to come near to present the offerings made to the Lord by fire. Okay, made to the Lord by fire, any offerings, offspring of Aaron. So what we're talking about here is not people in general, but we're talking about priests. But we're not just talking about priests, we're talking about those who offer by fire. That means it's the high priest of the year. Not all priests, but one specific priest. Now we turn to the New Testament, to the book of Hebrews, chapter 7. We find that the high priest is Jesus, and that he was perfect and offered the perfect sacrifice himself in the, so that all sins might be taken care of. And by that, do you notice that now the New Testament doesn't even speak about priests anymore? Because Jesus fulfilled that, we call it office or position, And that's now why uh, people are called pastors and teachers, because Jesus is the high priest who offered the sacrifice for all our sins. I thought the New Testament did talk about priests again. Well, it it sort of does, but in a whole different light. Uh, In 1 Peter 2, verse 9, it says, You are a royal priesthood. 
It means all Christians now are priests, not just one, but all of us, and that our, the, what we offer are our thanksgiving and praise and prayers of petition. No longer is it something for uh, to take away sin, but instead to praise God as well as to help other people by bringing our prayers to God. All right, you've explained that one. Mm -hmm. But I do have several others I can point out. Oh, I know, but I'm going to stop you because we're going to get to all those as we do the Bible study, and we'll look (laughs) at each one of them. And I'm confident, I know, that we will see that in all of these that we are special to God, and he has chosen us, chosen you. Yeah, chosen me. Isaiah 42, 5 through 7. This is what God the Lord says. He who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and all that comes out of it, who gives breath to its people and life to those who walk on it. I, the Lord, have called you in righteousness. I will take hold of your hand. I will keep you and will make you to be a covenant for the people and a light for the Gentiles, to open eyes that are blind, to free captives from prison, and to release from the dungeon those who sit in darkness. Now, some of you still may doubt it or not be so sure of the truth of this, that you are special. But if you continue on the adventure with us in room 4216, I think you will begin to believe and appreciate it. Adventure. Intrigue. Mystery. What have we gotten ourselves into? Which begs the question... Where have we gotten ourselves into? Room 4216. Isaiah 4216. I will lead you who are blind by the ways you have not known. Along unfamiliar paths, I will guide you. I will turn the darkness into light before you and make the rough places smooth. These are the things I will do. I will not forsake you. Come back again to room 4216. 